Hello everyone, how are you this beautiful day, this beautiful day that the Lord has made? I'm Karen Jane Casey on the podcast, Turn to God with Karen. And the episodes on Monday are Hope and Faith Journey. This is where we offer each other encouragement as we discuss struggles and we have hope for healing. Well, we learn also share what we have learned our experiences in hopes that it will help another. We, we glean from what the Lord has to say in the Word of God, always knowing that we can turn to the Lord about anything. Nothing is too big, nothing is too little for Him to handle. So, as you may know, October is Domestic Violence Awareness Month. And in keeping with that, since I'm a survivor, an overcomer, and now an advocate, I love to talk about my experience that brings to listeners an opportunity to overcome their challenge in the same arena. During October, my Monday episodes are the Abuse Survivor Series, full of information and lessons that I've learned from my experiences. So far, I've shared my testimony of a life of abuse and how the Lord delivered me. If He delivered me, then He can deliver you. Last week was Recovery Journey, where we defined domestic violence, types of abuse, red flags to watch out for, and so much more. I invite you to go back and listen or watch these episodes if you haven't already. Today's episode is Finding Refuge. When I say finding refuge, what comes to mind? What does it mean to you? In this episode, it refers to being in the state of being protected tutored, nurtured, or cared for by one in one's care. And that one is our Creator, the King of the universe, God Almighty Himself. The Word of God refers to our Heavenly Father as our refuge, or our refuge and strength, in several scripture references, such as Psalm 91.4, He will cover you with His feathers, and under His wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness or truth will be your shield and rampart or buckler. And it is speaking of His faithfulness towards us, which is engaged to keep and preserve His saints safe for His kingdom and His glory. The Lord is our ultimate safe haven, refuge, security. He shelters us. Our, he is our sanctuary. We especially need to be taken under His wing in refuge when we are being pursued or persecuted by other people, when we're helpless. We may be helpless, but not hopeless. We can turn to God. The Lord is our ultimate deliverer. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in times of trouble, any, kind, any times of trouble, any kind of trouble. When we have faith that the Lord is with us, we have no reason to be fearful. Our enemy cannot stand against us. We can cry out to the Lord. And I've done that myself many times, and God rescued me over and over. And I didn't deserve it a single time. That is how loving our Lord is. He gives us free will. He waits for us to cry out to Him. Here's a scripture I love, Psalm 57, 1. Be gracious to me, O God, have mercy on me. For my soul takes refuge in you, and in the shadow of your wings I will take refuge until the destruction or disaster passes by. Sometimes it takes patient faith because things are not going to change immediately. 
But, you know, God is never early, or rarely early, but he is never late. And we praise him. How priceless is your unfailing love, O God. People take refuge in the shadow of your wings. That's Psalm 36, 7. I love the Psalms. In Psalm 31, 20, we understand that God hides us in a secret place of his presence from those conspiring against us, sheltered from the strife of their words. In the New Testament, Jesus, the Son of God, was shelter for a woman that the scribes and Pharisees brought to a crowd when she had been caught in adultery. The crowd planned to stone her to death, but Jesus stopped them, and he said, He that is without sin cast the first stone, and they left her. No one is perfect in this world. In fact, as soon as we're born, the enemy attacks and tries to use things against us. But God is there. Call on him. Well, as a domestic violence advocate, my heart goes out particularly to the women and children who are in need of a safe haven because of domestic violence and the resulting financial hardships. Should we be concerned about the abused and battered women and their children, even if it doesn't involve someone we love and care about? Even if they're strangers to us? Let's think about that. What is the greatest commandment? Many of us know it, found in several scriptures. Today, I'm going to recite it from Mark 12, verses 30 through 31 in the Amplified Bible. Jesus said, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, life, and with all your mind, thought, and understanding, and with all your strength. This is the second. You shall unselfishly love your neighbor as yourself. There is no other commandment greater than these. Well, there you go. We should be concerned about what's happening to our neighbors, those in need, even if they're not a family member or a friend. And who is our neighbor? As Jesus explained in the parable of the Good Samaritan, our neighbor is anyone who is in need. So we're instructed to do just that, to help. So there is our answer. We should be concerned and help when and where we're able to. We may not know exactly how we can help. The situation may be so difficult that what can we do? We can always pray. And how strong is prayer? That is the ultimate thing to do. Just looking at the problem of domestic violence, we can Google on the internet and find local, regional, statewide, and national organizations specifically working to help people in this type of situation. Are we sure we understand what domestic violence is? The Department of Justice defined domestic violence as a pattern of abusive behavior in any relationship that is that is used by one partner to gain and maintain control and power over another intimate partner. This domestic violence can happen to someone you know. Domestic violence can happen to anyone. It doesn't matter their race, age, religion, financial, or social status. So then it could happen to someone we care about, to our friends at church, our neighbors next door, even to our sister. Maybe it is happening and we are just not aware of it. 
We normally associate abuse with injuries, bruises, cuts, and so on, but actually there are several types of domestic violence that include physical and sexual abuses, emotional abuse, economic abuse, when the abuser has control of the finances, psychological, causing fear or intimidation or gaslighting, and so on. There are so many. As I mentioned before, I am a domestic violence survivor, overcomer, and an advocate. I experienced child abuse, life-threatening domestic violence as an adult, and I was in need of deliverance, the Lord's refuge and shelter. I was in a woman's shelter more than once before I finally was free from a toxic and dangerous environment. And I give the Lord all the praise and credit for my rescue, for my deliverance from my enemy, my abuser, who intended to kill me and should have been able to had it not been for the Lord's miraculous saving me. Even after escaping that dramatic, life-threatening situation, I later allowed to ex myself to experience abuses by mean-spirited people, not realizing that those relationships, too, were abusive, toxic people. I had to realize this. The enemy has presented me with abuses throughout my life. The enemy knows my weaknesses, and so I had better know them as well. When I experienced child abuse, the seeds were planted for me to believe that I was not worthy, that I was unlovable. And that's why the enemy was able to bring about various people with abuses, but abuse no more for me. After all, the enemy does seek to steal, kill, and destroy us. And he roams around like a roaring lion, seeking who he may devour. But Jesus said, that he wants us to have an abundant life, overflowing. With this in mind, we need to get involved, not only for our neighbors, but to guard ourselves, lest we fall prey to abusive people ourselves. As I rec recovered, my gratitude motivated me to educate and encourage others as much as I could possibly do, defeating those challenges in their lives. I do this through my books, podcasts, church missions, or other means. I was a, on the board of directors for Yeshua's House, a faith-based um, safe haven for women and their children coming from overcoming uh, domestic violence and uh, financial uh, hardships. Now I'm on the advisory board for Yeshua's House. That's just one nonprofit of many that you could help by donating or giving your services or joining. Well, anyway, how do you stand in your relationship with the Lord? Please know, regardless of what you might have done or what you might have, might have been done to you, the Lord welcomes you with his mercy and his loving kindness. He knows your heart. I urge you to come to him while he can be found. We don't know what tomorrow will bring. We don't know when our opportunity to make that decision is, is still happening. I sincerely believe that with God, all things are possible, and I've seen it in my life over and over. I believe the Bible is the living word of God, and I believe all scriptures are inspired by God. God breathed. In his word, God tells us that he loves us. Do you believe it? Do you believe that God loves us, wants the best for us, and that he can do anything? Do you believe 
that you can give God your problems, cast your cares, and your addictions to the Lord. John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. And Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. If we believe it, then we can tell the Lord, make a commitment, and develop a relationship with him. When you pray, you can tell the Lord and repent. Walk away from your sinful life. You believe in Jesus and accept him. Ultimately, you pledge to serve him. You are actively choosing to begin a relationship with the Lord. Like everything, it's a process. Trials will come, but you're not alone. Our Creator has a purpose for each and every one of us. We are happiest with inner joint peace in the Lord when we obey our Heavenly Father, follow His instruction and guidance, when we love the Lord with all our heart and our soul, when we love our neighbors as ourselves, we can enjoy sharing the good news of Jesus with others and help add to God's kingdom. And we praise Him. How priceless is your unloving, unfailing love, O God. How priceless is your unfailing love, O God. People take refuge in the shadow of your wings. With God on your side, you can respond to any situation with love, inner joy, peace, patience, and self-control. In fact, when we turn to God in prayer, praise, patient faith, and pursue peace, amazing things can happen. I believe miracles happen. Do you believe? Let me end this episode with this. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God the Father, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Well, I want to thank you for joining me on Turn to God with Karen. This is Karen Jane Casey, author, speaker, podcaster, domestic violence advocate, and ambassador for Christ. Stay tuned for Turn to God with Karen every Monday morning at 6 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Wednesday, we have Sword of the Spirit. Friday, we have Karen's Book Corner. I invite you to share your comments, your suggestions, any feedback is most welcome at my website, KarenJaneCasey.com. When you go to my website, you will see books, blogs, podcasts, and resource material relating to domestic violence. Well, thank you and God bless.